Yeah, boy. Okay. Welcome to the Terrible Outdoors and Podcast. Ryan Cowan, your host. Bob Cowan. Yo, yo, yo. What is up for sure? It is good to be back. You've got Jimby Dolmage. Always accepting the Jimby. And Dan Williams is back too. Daniel in house. Dan- Daniel Son. Daniel Son. Daniel the first son. time in the studio, isn't it? No. no, no he's been here. You're on. in my seat, dude. Oh, <laughs> you are in the seat. hell out of you. Uh, <laughs> my seat in the beat lab. This, this is a Captain Jasonless episode. He's, he bailed on us tonight. Like a jerk. Thanks a lot. I like Jason. It's almost like he's got a wedding to plan and, you know, a new family he's got to entertain. Like, what a loser. <laughs> what a loser. I guess I'll run the report. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Just kidding. That's good shit. Yeah, you. whatever, Jason. We he's he's listening to this laughing his ass off. So. Sure he is. That's all that matters. Sure he ain't. Yeah. So what's been up, boys? Anything new and exciting? Hanging out, being cool. Still full from work. Thanksgiving. Yeah, everybody have a good Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. Jimmy, we haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. It has been a few. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do for Thanksgiving? Slayed. Uh, so That's what he did. He I slayed. didn't do anything for Thanksgiving. He slayed the turkey. Um, we, my son. How much turkey did you eat? I didn't have any. You lie. My son got sick, so we ended up. Uh, he got sick two days before actual thanksgiving so and you know the turkeys were still uh frozen at the store so i wasn't able to clutch a meal so what i did is i just uh threw together some stuffed venison shells for the family and hung out at home it was pretty lame way to make him feel like a jerk i don't feel like a jerk at all because <laughs> he was like i didn't have any he, leftovers he's about to tear you up and then and no, you're, like my son, you're like my son got sick and he's like oh no turkey sandwiches I'll still tear his ass up. Okay. But uh, no, so I was going to do uh, a venison quarter, um, but uh, the deer was frozen. We couldn't cut it. So Frozen uh, or too small? Uh, both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Zing. A quarter. <laughs> a quarter? So, you're like going to smoke a whole quarter? Yeah. Jeez. That, that, like, cool. that, that, that grill is big enough. That, like, dude, that grill is badass. Have you used it? Yeah, I've used it like three times. I love that grill. Yeah, so it, bur- it it cooks a little hot from what I noticed. But. Yeah, in some spots. Yeah, for, yeah. why you got rid of that? Y'all crazy, Daniel San. You know, I am glad he did. Um, I have the numbers up. If you we're not going there yet, oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> and it's sorry. not your role to do that. He's well, he's not here. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's your role to Whose role overtake. Is it? It's he's me. For Jason. Oh, okay, cool. Daniel San. I guess I'll talk now. What did you, uh, <laughs> you do for Thanksgiving? Uh, we did a lot actually. Um, we did you eat turkey? I of course ate turkey. Okay. And what's nice is that my family really doesn't like the white meat or the dark mm-hmm. meat, and so I'll eat all the dark meat all day long. Dude, dark meat's and the best. It is. And uh, but no, we had uh, we were over at my aunt's place for uh, Thanksgiving itself. Friday we kind of hung out, didn't really do a whole heck of a lot, and then uh, Saturday obviously watched the uh, Michigan game. <clears throat> go then, blue, go, go blue. blue, and then uh, yeah. we had my my sister's uh, gender reveal. Uh, Saturday night, and then Sunday we went to my wife's aunt's place for their family's Thanksgiving. So it was good. Long weekend. It went by really fast. Way too fast. I hear that. I hear that. What'd you do? I hung out with you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. You are yeah. one pathetic loser. Yeah, it was a terrible weekend. Spent the, the whole time with you. But you hunted, right? 
I did. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Bob got in the tree stand. I got in the tree stand. Second time all year. It, well, and it was a shit show, too. It was just like, <laughs> you know, like the wind was howling. Yeah. It was 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. The tree was swaying. And uh, I did see some deer, though. I saw, I think, seven between my morning and my evening sit. I only got one day out of my four days off. I only got out one day. Thursday, Thanksgiving, I chose not to hunt at all, just kind of spend that with the family. Friday, I hunted pretty much all day. And then Saturday, got busy with my camper and getting that winterized and stuff like that. And then Sunday, it rained all day here. So, uh, But, yeah, I had, it was a good hunt. I mean... I had a good time. Saw a lot of deer, you know, but nothing came in. You do not shoot no deers. No, it was, uh, yeah, but it was it was Saturday when I chose not to hunt that Ryan was sending me um, <laughs> on the hour updates of uh, right in 40, 40 yards in front of my tree stand of this really, really nice eight point that was just just laughing at the fact that I wasn't in the tree stand, so. There's that. How'd the laugh go? It was like, <laughs> it was like, Mwah. it was more like that. No, yeah, the yeah, second okay. one, I number like two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was, it was weird. It was, it yeah, was, when deer laugh, it's yeah. just weird. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it as weird as me imitating a deer laugh? Because that was pretty weird too. No, no it was pretty spot on. <laughs> equally, mm-hmm. equally stupid. True. So. Yeah. Oh man, what about you? Uh, uh, I worked. Yeah, that's right. I work retail. Yeah. So. Black Friday is a shit show for me. So, besides on Thanksgiving, we uh, went over to my parents' house and then hung out with Bob. And then we went to my wife's side of the family, drugged the kids all over Earth, and uh, got home early and went to bed because I had to be to work at 4 a.m. So, sucked a whole lot. So, speaking don't, of. Don't go shopping on Black Friday. Sucked a bunch. Speaking Shop of, online. Speaking of working retail, I, I don't know if we can really say where you work or not, but. I don't give a shit. Um, Thanks for giving me the discount when we were we we're up there. I appreciate that. Came in and bought some laces, and he made me fi- made me pay full price. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I know a guy. It was yeah. I'm like, I know. A guy. I know. I'm only spending fifteen get. bucks on laces, but that's what hey. you get. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Jimmy would have gotten a discount. Oh, yeah. I did get a discount. I would have just stole it for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dad had his card with him. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't need a discount on laces. No, I know. But <laughs> it would have been nice to like, I mean, knock a couple bucks off for you, Dan. No. Yeah. I'd rather owe you than cheat you out of it. Good point. <laughs> I'll never go broke that way. Yep, that's true. So, yeah, it was a, uh, for me, it's not a fun weekend. Thursday was all right. But, yeah, the week before or that week leading up sucks. And then Black Friday weekend sucks. So, And then Sunday I thought about hunting and no <laughs> dude it was a it was a monsoon yeah well it, yeah i thought about like even just going and just sitting in the blind just to say i got out and i was so tired from the weekend i slept in till like 9 30 woke up had a cup of coffee and ended up going out and doing some christmas shopping so you gotta have those days you know yeah no. hey uh it's a thing where's 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 the pucker did you bring the pucker it's in my it's in the fridge Okay. Speaking of which, go get it. <laughs> I was about to go get it from my car because I have some in my car. If there well, was going to be well, no, go get the one from I was going to be pissed. Go get your Whoa. pucker out of the right, car. I'll be right back, guys. Go I'm going to go get the pucker. Hey, I, go get there's, the pucker. There's, there's, <laughs> hey, there's like a whole fifth in the, in the I think in my. No, make him get his. 
Yeah, I don't care. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know? So I tried. And he thought he wasn't going to get his ass chewed. This is true. <laughs> you forget. You forget what podcast this is. Oh, Jimby. That's funny. So, Bob, you got um, your uh, This Week in Military History. We haven't done it the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we haven't done it in a while. We had a couple of veteran salutes and a lot of deer cam shit, but let's get back into that. So what happened This Week in Military History? All right, so kind of a cool thing. And I don't know if I think we should make this Michigan history, man, because like Hey, I'm this is your thing. You I love, you do I love Michigan history. You I, do I took, you. I had a I had a Michigan We don't need to do military history. We can just do Michigan history. I, oh hi. I had a uh you know, in high school I had a Michigan history class. It was I swear to God, the best class I've ever had in my life and kind of what made me decide to major in history in college. But either way, all right. So um it's actually not today, it's tomorrow, which is November today's what, the twenty eighth. So tomorrow's November twenty ninth and in seventeen sixty, Major Robert Rogers and his Rangers. So if anybody knows any any military community out there knows that uh, Robert Rogers is kind of the founding father of the the Ranger Regiment. So um, Robert Rogers and his Rangers uh, took possession of Detroit. They took possession of Fort Detroit on behalf of Britain uh, during the French and Indian War. So the French commandant Bellator uh, surrendered Detroit to uh, General James Amherst. Uh, And General Amherst selected uh, Rogers um, for the honor of receiving the surrender to the Western French posts of Detroit and Michelin-Mackinac. So pretty much everything on the the Western French outpost, which is actually pretty cool. Um, So just kind of a little bit of Michigan history as well as uh, some military history in there. Even though they surrendered it to the British, you know, at the same time, it was, uh, you know, a piece of Michigan history, which I thought was relevant to what we do. Awesome. So, yeah. Very cool. cool. Yeah. You should switch that to Michigan history. I feel like I I, I really should. I love military history, but I I know a lot of military history. So, I mean, I would personally be more intrigued. I don't care what all the listeners (laughs) think. I think you should just do Michigan history. Uh, On today, we found Grand Rapids. Anybody listening (laughs) that's uh, not from Michigan. (laughs) We found it. (laughs) Anybody listening that's not from Michigan uh, is not going to give a shit. I have a request for next week. Next episode, I think we should uh, we should discuss the history of the pasty. Oh, the pat! Hey, good okay, one. Okay, okay. I'd be willing to know a little bit about that. You're I mean, you're in charge of researching it. <laughs> I actually know a little bit about that already. You so. just got. I got you a job. Lard, rutabaga, and potatoes. Yeah, some kind of meat. All right, so we got some few other housekeeping things, but Jimmy's going to lead our snort. Since uh, the deer slayer over here uh, shot all the, all the deer in the woods. We got them, boys. Both Snort! Deer, uh, both big and small. <laughs> well, that's just me. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. I had to go there. No, I'm glad uh, no small deer have been taken by me since uh, October 1st, so... That's that's you know, de- that's debatable, but and, you, shot, you and, shot some deer, and all of that deer is <laughs> uh, that small deer has been almost all the, the way consumed. Well, well so. the yeah, the evidence is gone. Yeah, so it, it almost never happened. So, oh, good stuff. Well, we'll get into that story. We have some housekeeping first. So, housekeeping. 
You want me to fluff your pillow? Two things. Housekeeping. So, we talked last week about the what kind of place is this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Housekeeping. You want mint for a pillow? <laughs> Look, he, he went in on it. Yeah, I can't pass up a Tommy Boy line. All right. So. You good? Yeah. I'm waiting for housekeeping. Hurry up. Housekeeping. So last week, uh, Bob and Jason and I, since no one else wanted to join us, losers, um, we had talked about how we're going to do a little friendly wager on the deer harvest. We're gonna do it. Uh, we pr- did. We're gonna do it. Price is right style. Can't go over. Closest to is gonna win. So I want you to think about your numbers. We're not gonna do it without Jason. We're gonna do. We're gonna give our wager next week. And uh, so just think about it. So uh, I'll tell you where I the think. Num- I think I have to know what the current numbers are. That's. What, I'm gonna give you the current number. But you got to remember, you have the entire month of December. We're gonna end it in January. There is a late. Uh, doe season for Macomb, Macomb, Wayne, and Oakland County for the month of January. They all hunt if, those counties anyway. Yeah, and I, not many deer. I can't imagine <laughs> many deer are going to be harvested. So you have the rest of muzzleloader. You have the rest of late late doe season. Really, the rest of archery season. So, yeah. So next week we're going to give that number. I don't want to do it without Jason, unless he texts me here his number, which he didn't. Okay, okay. Bastard. All right. So right now, flush you a, bastard. As of this evening, ready? Drum roll. God, you're going to break the mics. 250,030. They're killing the herd! 250,000. So. The whole goddamn herd. The whole herd. That's all we had. That's a quarter of a million. That's all we had. For any mathematicians out there. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> That's I blame myself. Look at that. I, I blame Jimmy for shooting four deer this year. Yeah. How many do yeah. you need? That number? How many can... do you need? <laughs> I'm not done. So <laughs> I still have tags in my pocket. Yeah. Burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. So, all right. So think about your number next week. Bring that number. And then um, I'm going to figure out what we're going to wager. One million deer. Yes. That's, That's, not, That's not my Let's number. just keep it simple with a case of beer. We'll see. Lame. Well, we use it for... <laughs> need to up the ante. I like, I like, I got, I'm potato. all about a case of beer. <laughs> a a case of beer cool. It's either a case of beer or Dan's dad's I can't shotgun. get you to bring beer on That's a normal day. It's <laughs> quite, quite the difference there. But. This guy's I, a crack. I didn't, I didn't hear what he said. Dan's dad's shotgun. Oh you God. said a case of <laughs> beer or Dan's dad's yeah. shotgun. That's even, Steven, right? Yeah. case of beer and a fifth of pucker. Okay. Coors Light. It's got to be Coors Light. You can't go right. out and buy some. No Mick Ultra bullshit? Yeah. No PBR. So think about your number. Guy. If Jason responds to my text by the end of this, we will we'll do it tonight. Boosh. That's okay. a lot of pressure, man. You're putting okay. all this I, pressure on me I, I right well, now. And I'm like, the, I'm like, I don't know what to do. So the pressure is going to get a little harder here. So bold prediction update. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So um, let's go round table and see where we're at with bold prediction. Okay. All right, so Jimby. I uh, I'm forfeiting my. Uh, no, no, no. We're, we're, you're not forfeiting shit. I will not be jumping in the water. I will bring the pocky chip chat challenge back, but I will not be jumping in the ice water. Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. When the flip was that decided? So you have met one of your challenges. Yep, I did. Which was a trash challenge, but okay. Trash challenge. Daniel San. 
Well, <laughs> I I think my bold prediction was to win the state championship this year, and that didn't happen. So, okay. But did you do one or do two? No, there's only one state championship in Michigan. He only yeah. did one challenge. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, because I Bob has not met any of his. <laughs> Yeah, in in my defense, I was hammered drunk when I made both of them. So, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of us were. I will do the the water thing. I will. I I'll pay the money for the damn chip. Like that chip scares me more than the water does. Yep. Right. I would eat. I'll and, eat um, your chip and my chip and not do the water. And all right. So, and I've met one bull prediction. Can so I, can I eat the chip and then like just immediately? So here's stick where we're at. This is I'm, I'm, he's just I'm, cutting I'm, me off. It won't help because you're getting ahead of what I'm going to say. So I've made a uh, a decision, a final decision. Okay. So if you have a metabol prediction, you can choose whatever challenge you want. Yes. Or you can donate a hundred dollars to the MUCC, Michigan United Conservation Club. Okay. If Perfect. you do not want to do the chip challenge or the um, the polar bear plunge like we're planning. Here, okay. Bob, here Bob goes throwing money at all his problems. So Bob again. can That's either do. <laughs> Bob can either do. do both the pocky chip challenge and the polar bear plunge. This or shit can, ain't over. It ain't over until the fat lady sings. I'm still in it to win it, son. Question. Or he can he can if he doesn't meet his bull prediction, he can pay. $100 and just do one of them, or you can pay $200 and not do any of them. I ain't paying shit, and I ain't jumping in water, and I'm not eating a chip because I'm going to meet both my challenges. It's happening. Okay. Hashtag. I like, I like that. Hashtag okay. suck it. So, uh, <laughs> I like that. We all, everybody good with that? Jason yeah. doesn't even know about it yet. He's in. He, oh, he's in. Yeah. He's, he's so, so, the Michigan United so, Conservation Club, it is a conservation club that supports. Hunting, fishing. What are you doing? <laughs> so he he just kind of comes up with all the rules by himself, though. Yeah, he's like, one I, for two. I he's mean, the guy. Read through. I mean, at least the the co-founder wasn't even. I, I wasn't even advised. I'm pretty or, sure if you read through your text, this is all been sent to you. This must be. This must be in the bylaws. I didn't read. The yeah, bylaws. he's uh, <laughs> he's just that guy. You just gotta. Somebody's gotta gotta make a decision right here. <laughs> I, I don't find out about the decision until we're like until we're recording. So, do you have a? a but a, I don't object to any of it. So, what's the problem here? Yeah, I'm just. I'm at just, least, his, at least, his I'm just yelling at you. Right. This so, is going to be my yelling. So everybody's in agreement. Hundred dollar donation, or you're going to do one of the the chip challenge or the polar plunge. I like it. Okay. Thumbs up. Two we thumbs and up we are not affiliated with the MUCC sh- at all. We got a shake on it. We're it's all a, shaking. It's a uh, a good uh, good organization. Supports <clears throat> Michigan conservation, and that's what we're all about. So we need to make our 2023 bold predictions on the New Year's special. We will. That's what we got to do. It right at the beginning. So, of the year. man, I'm going way. I don't think I'm we're going to call them. <laughs> I don't think we're going to call them bold predictions. Terrible either. predictions. Yeah, and we're going like to have. That. He's We're like, gonna have some some ground rules. Can't be like I'm gonna shoot a deer with a crossbow. <laughs> it was my first archery kill, though. That was why it was a thing. Well, um, okay, you, you've you've taken the next step in life. Yeah, you've got to, you've, you've got to one up it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just like you can't be like. So my next one will be I'm, above fifty pounds. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna shoot a deer that doesn't have spots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit in my tree stand this year. Like it can't be. It can't be super simple. Like, 
So yeah, I don't know how to I don't know how to like set that bar though. Like, how do you determine what is bold and what's not? Well, you we're not going to call it. Everybody's we're, a little bit different. We're not right? going to call it bold. Hey, yours were perfect. They were bold as fuck. <laughs> mine, mine, mine were ridiculous. They should be like, all right, I'm going to make a ridiculous. Yeah, yours were the right exact now. definition of a bold prediction. Right, right. Jimmy's yeah. were the like, opposite of a like, bold prediction. Probably not attainable at all. We should so. make I don't predictions know about that, for other people. Like you should make, you guys should make the predictions for me, and then the three of us should make like predictions that. for you. I don't, I don't like. That. I kind of like that. I am not on board. I, we got to get Jason involved in this. So, like, I think that we should have not necessarily a bold prediction, but a group, like as a group mm-hmm. type challenge. Where oh, it, that's that's coming. Where too. where it might be like the biggest buck amongst the group, or the biggest fish. Biggest legal fish amongst the whole group, like we do, like for our fishing trip. So, like it could be, you could catch, you might, you might win with a thirty-inch walleye, or you might win with a a six-point buck. You know what I'm saying? Like just the biggest overall animal. I think that might be a good way to do it, but that doesn't challenge each individual. Yeah. I guess There's, I guess Scott I guess the guy that wins doesn't have to do the challenge and everybody else does but I don't, I don't know we'll figure it out we'll we'll come up with some ground Ryan's we've got property some we've got some ideas what your property goal got me pretty excited property goal where you said you were going to get property up north is he playing Monopoly up north he said he was yeah. going to I put I put the, four houses and a hotel in that bitch yeah R and R railroad he, he said his goal is to have uh, the terrible outdoorsman deer camp up north up up in the UP. Hey, I sent so, you the pictures. That's 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 a thing. Got to check the texts. So, yeah, does anybody read my text messages? <laughs> I, so, buddy, might have worked. Stop sending text messages. You know, you know, Gray. You know, Gray at work, right? He's, yeah. he's listening to this. He listens to every single podcast. But what up, Gray? Yo, what up, buddy? Ryan's he was favorite. like, so he was like, uh, he's like, you guys should call it the talk. In in the army, the talk is a tactical operations center, right? That's it happened. Any military operation, you have the tactical operations center. Terrible outdoorsman camp, I like it. Terrible outdoorsman camp. So he came up with that, and he was like, "You should call it the talk." And I'm like, "That's fucking sweet, man." That like is pretty yeah. bad. So we, we I like now it. we have to. We have I to like it because we have to call it. We have to call it the talk. All right. Anybody selling property up north? Let us know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The talk is coming. There's that whole part where you got to buy it. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever you're into. Yeah. All right. A couple other things. A little more housekeeping. So, housekeeping. You want to pin my film in my pillow? You know what? Pin my pillow. A couple updates to the. Uh, the we got what? We got weight to fish. <laughs> so good. So good. A couple updates to that story. So, um, it's uh, I know Garrett had talked about kind of the negative that it brought on to the fishing world. So, a um, bunch of tournaments have actually been canceled, uh, walleye tournaments on Lake Erie because Bass Pro Shop has pulled out from oh, sponsoring it shit. due to the negative PR that this thing has brought on to the fishing community, which sucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then those. Um, douchers um have pled not guilty so we'll see we'll see what happens with it i think we talked about it a little bit last week um i had listened to you listen to that meteor podcast yeah it's pretty good um but if you didn't listen to last week um they didn't actually find players in the in the fish's stomach like we originally thought um that was the the dude who was cutting him open it was his leatherman but um yeah so we'll see i just thought 
you know, the fact that they are canceling tournaments because of Here's, the negative of this is just that's that's the shitty part about it. Like that sucks. It's cool those guys got busted for being idiots, but it's here here's my thoughts on that though. Like so with pleading not guilty, right? You you get a chance at some point to to plead to a lesser like if you know, a prosecutor will throw a lesser charge at you in in order to get a lesser plea. Yeah. Knowing a little bit about the court system that I do, having worked for the Department of Justice for a while, but they they will throw a plea at you for a lesser charge. Like if you plead guilty, we'll we'll just hit you with this a fine, you know, whatever it might be, you know, something lame. And a lot of times that that happens, right? Well, when you go to trial, when you plead not guilty and you take it to the full extent, you are at the you are at the whim of the justice system. So you can receive the full like the full penalty of the law based on that. So like I I don't know what they're facing. I don't know what they what they might be looking at. They could possibly look at time in prison though. I would assume. Yeah, there's considering there's the, like, felony the circumstances charges. and the money involved with the stuff. Like, yep. they're felony charges. Like, you could, and, and it, it's based on a preponderance of evidence. Right. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it, it's not going to take a judge or jury to to really to to sit back and say, like, well, those those fish probably could have picked up those weights off the bottom of Lake right. Erie or wherever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, no. like these motherfuckers are guilty. Well, they I are what guilty I found, as hell. What I and, found was interesting is that they, in, on that Meat Eater podcast, they were talking about how they tried to recreate it, and they couldn't figure out how the hell they got the weights in the fish's mouth. Right. That was that was interesting. It, it might be an OJ case, man. It, it really might. It might be. It might be like they're in a courtroom trying to stuff weights down a walleye's mouth. And they can't do it, and these guys get off the hook. I mean, because that's essentially what happened to but, to OJ Simpson, right? He he couldn't as, the, the glove didn't fit, you know. So we got he got like we said before, though. Like even if they were to get off on every one of these charges, their their lives are, are ruined mm-hmm. over, dude. They're never gonna fish in the tournament because these guys fish professionally. Like that's what they do for a living. They fish. Well, they, um, yeah. Like they had made what three or four hundred thousand dollars this year. Like it's that's big money. So, and uh, <clears throat> but think of the civil suits that are going to come of all the other, not just the tournament that they got caught, but think of all the previous tournaments that there's people were, you know, had had, I guess, thoughts that they were doing it. They they were, uh, you know, like they 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 failed polygraph tests before regarding you know thinking people thinking that they were cheating like. What's going to come from the civil suit? That, I'm more interested in that than, honestly, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they got off because they don't have evidence evidence of them putting anything into the fish. I, I, I hope they do. I hope they, like, they civilly get fried right. and sued. You know, like, you can fuck with a lot of things, man, but don't, don't fuck with my sport. Don't fuck with my fish. Don't mess with my shit, man. Yeah. And, like, when, when you tarnish... You know, the walleye trail, or you tarnish, like, the sports that I love to do. Like, oh, oh man. Like, I, I hope they make an example of these dudes. And if, if you are one of those guys, and you're listening right now, like... They are not listening. Like, yeah, <laughs> if you're in prison right now, and you're listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> not if you're just a general inmate, but if you are those guys, and you're in prison right now, and you're listening to this, I, uh, you know... They're not in prison right now. Suck it. 
What? They're not in prison right now. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying like down the road. You know, what I'm okay. saying once they once they are convicted and put in and prison, if they're, if they're, they're catching up on the yeah, podcast. Once, once, once they're convicted and they're sitting in their yeah. cell and they're, they're yeah. catching up. Yeah, on once their, you're you know once on you're making when, when you're making stew in your fucking toilet and you're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman podcast, I hope that. I hope that you're like, oh man, these guys, these guys are real assholes. I hope you're saying that right now. <coughs> Hashtag suck it. Hashtag suck it. Wow. That's good. All right, moving on. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Another just stupid ass story. So I read this today. 200 ice fishermen, Bob's favorite topic. 200 ice fishermen got stranded on a lake in Minnesota. Because the uh, because the ice broke loose and started drifting away. The glacier, uh, upper Red Lake. So, one God. fuck are people doing on the ice right now? Like, I get it's well, upper. It is Minnesota, though. but like, they said it was like three inches of ice. Like, come on, people! Like, I'm a diehard fisherman too. Not that much. No, it's not worth it. Oh, you know, so, so it's like, just dumb. Like, but so now the. The police department and whoever was up in the boondocks of northern Minnesota had to go rescue these idiots, and they had to make this makeshift bridge because it had drifted like 15 feet away. So they had to make this makeshift bridge for everybody to get across, like put well, their own risk of life so they can go catch a fucking bluegill that's sitting on the bed still. <laughs> they're on the beds. They're on the beds, though, dude. And when they're on the beds, you got to get them. Yeah. You got to get them bumpies. You just got to sit there and just bumpy, bumpy, bumpy. You got to get them bumpies. But (laughs) so kudos to the first responders that helped those guys out. But I um, hope he punched all those 200 fishermen in the face. Dude, I'm telling you, man, like ice fishermen are, they're they're like a different breed. And and I don't consider myself one because I I go once a year, maybe, if that. You don't even go that. If that. You know, my, my, my average is pretty poor right now. But. You know, like, ice fishermen love to ice fish. They just really do. They love everything about it. And, like, if they are if, if they can't see waves on the water, that means it's frozen, so they're going to walk on it. And it's like, y'all got to be careful, man, because, like, if, if like you won't find my ass on the ice until January, I gotta late have, January, maybe beginning I of February. I got to have, like, like, 10 inches of ice for me to go for on real, it. For real. I don't know about 10 inches, but maybe at least 6, 7 inches of ice. Like, I, I know about 10 inches. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself. Yeah, I just thought it was a funny, stupid-ass story. Get off the ice, people. It's not even December yet. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, don't be an idiot, and don't yeah. put first responders at risk because you want to go catch a fucking fish. Dem bumpies, wait until dough. you have safe ice, idiot. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Dem bumpies, though. Dem bumpies. All right, that's, all right. that's so you're not idiots. Ryan just called you all idiots, but don't be idiots. I'm calling the people who <laughs> the people who are ice fishing right now on a couple inches of ice. Yes, you are an idiot. I'm telling you that on air. Oh. You're an idiot. It's kind of like people don't ice fish in two inches of ice. It's kind of like people in the 300 pound plus club who go down to the bottom of the dunes and expect to get all the way back up to the top. That ain't just ain't gonna happen. Like I'm not going all the way to the bottom. There's big signs. No <laughs> it's thanks. Easy, it's easy to get down. Just yeah. not back up. Yeah. I can I can roll my ass down. Oh, yeah. All right, that's my housekeeping for this episode. I'm out. No you, guys, you guys take over. Damn, you all you cleaned some house. No more I cleaned housekeeping. House. No more housekeeping. I cleaned it. No more housekeeping. So, Jimmy's chomping at the bit. 
God. Let's, let's, let's hear Slay. Let's hear about the week of Slay. The week of Slay. Week of Slay. No, so, uh, I'm out. It was, my, it was my first deer camp, um, so that was a great time. Um, a lot of great food, um, great times. Uh, my Did you guys eat out every time this time? No, we, we, we <laughs> ate in. Uh, we had, we, it was... Deer camp was way better and way cooler than I thought it was going to be. We literally ate until we couldn't eat anymore every single time we ate. And we ate multiple times a day. So fat, bro, bro I've seen you eat. Amazing. It was amazing. I have seen you eat like no other. Yeah. I don't picture that every time. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen you full. My God, it was good. Damn, that's some good. That's some good eats there, man. That's, yeah, it was good. What'd you eat? Oh, what was on the menu? Do you remember? No turkey, clearly. <laughs> well, so did you get drunk? I got drunk. I, I we did all that shit. I, <laughs> all right, all right. This is a real deer camp. Right. Okay. We, we took okay. uh, we plenty plenty of drink, plenty of smoke, plenty of food. Um, it was a great time. Um, I think the first night we had uh, stuffed shells and sausages. It was kind of an interesting combo. Um, knocked that down. Then we had you all uh, cook like real meals. We like oh yeah, we, no, we like were, frozen ass burgers. We, we <laughs> ate frozen ass burgers for like three days in a row. They did uh, in our fucking snowy hill. This really delicious take on <clears throat> Swedish meatballs. They had we had stuffed cabbages. Um, Goddamn cuisine out there! Oh, we had yeah, it was so good. Every every single Glumky? meal was amazing. Blumkin. Mm-hmm. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> we had. I had a couple blumpkins up there. Thank you, Greg. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking it. He said it. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Greg, don't ever invite me to your camp. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> and this is that moment that everybody's gone. So say what you want. Yep. Um. So uh, we got. To, okay. Right. The weather. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this off right suck. now. We let it. Let's let him talk. We cut him off so much. We <laughs> on all the podcasts. I have listened to gone back and listened to podcasts. And I'm like, God damn, we need to let Jimmy talk for like five seconds. So we're gonna at this point, we're just gonna shut the hell up. Go ahead. Right. Every, so open every, floor is yours. Everybody's muting. Everybody's muted. muted. Jimmy too. Opening day was amazing. Um, I seen more deer in opening day than I had ever seen before. I seen ten deer. Um, I did shoot a deer. I shot my uh, five point buck. I shot on opening day, and then I seen Yee-yee! seven deer <laughs> after that. So wasn't um, wasn't shooting anything after that that day. Um, was just kind of hanging out. And, you can't just like not tell us a story of you shooting your first opening day buck. So he was chasing like, hard. Oh, this deer right. shot ran through the woods and I shot it. That's fair. Well, let's so hear it. Let's, I, let's, I wasn't, let's hear the deets. The monologue was, threw me off. So I'm it, sitting it in my weird, stand. right? When no other mics are on. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, oh, was, here is The myself. pressure was on. So I'm sitting in my stand at right about like I, I want to say like nine o'clock in the morning, I hear I hear this thrashing around, and these uh, two deer ran past me. I couldn't tell what they are. Um, they take off running past me, and and they're gone. Just as fast as they came in, they're gone. Um, probably ten minutes go by, and then I see this uh, this doe coming from about like maybe 120 yards to my left, 
and she's walking towards me from a distance and I've seen this buck start to approach her. That was the buck that I shot. And he was tracing, he was like up at a trot. Like he was like coming towards her and he was like right next to my stand, like maybe 25 yards. So I'm aiming at him and I'm ready to go, but he's moving a little too fast. So I, you know, I get him in my sights and I go, Hey, and he doesn't react to that at all. He kept trotting. There was no, like he didn't, he didn't care about me at all. Like I made another shit on his mind. So I hit him. Uh, he took off. He didn't go far. He ended up turning on running behind me. I did stand up cause I was going to try to get a second shot. I'm known for taking second shots. Um, they called me double tap. Um, <laughs> and, and I watched them fall. So that's when I texted you guys too. I was like, I just seen a buck fall. Just shot a buck, seen him fall. Um, and you guys were like, well, let's get pictures and everything. Well, so I had to wait until 10 o'clock is when, is when everybody else stops hunting. And I already seen this deer drop, so I already know he's dead. So I go ahead and sit down. And and then five does walk up. They kind of walked over him. It was pretty cool. Two were yearling does, really small. Um, the other three were decent size, but I didn't know which ones were, you know, the mother of the yearlings because they were, you know, they were following mom around, and I had already taken the buck. So I wasn't too worried about shooting a doe. Um... So, and then I think I seen another doe later on that day. So that was the 10 deer that I seen. Um, so day one was awesome. Um, I was the only one that shot anything on day one at that time. We ended up putting five deer in the stand, in the tree, uh, four, de- no, four deer in the tree that week. It got real cold. Like, like you guys got hit by snow harder than we did, but. Man, the winds were howling, man. Like there yeah. were there were days for sure that I did not go out and hunt because just the, the you know I'm in a tree stand and it was blowing those trees, man. Yeah, I said last week um, I would not have been sitting in a tree stand. Yeah, it was rough. No, it just no. I can put up with some cold shit, but it, I wouldn't do it that week. And then uh, so on the seventeenth, it was kind of. It was, I think it was, it was, it was like six minutes past legal shooting light. I think it was like 7.06 in the morning or something. I forget what time. It was six, I remember it was six minutes after legal shooting light. I seen this doe run in and she was moving pretty good. And I, I, I shot her and she took off. She ran about 50 yards. And then I seen another deer, bigger, much bigger, um, run basically in the direction that she was coming from running too. And I hit him, and that ended up being my personal best buck. Um, he was dark. His horns were dark and everything, so I wasn't sure what the points were. But it, his body was big, and I wanted him. So um, I hit him. He ran another 20 yards closer to me. I hit him again, um, hence the double tap. And uh, he ended up falling, so I ended up getting those two. One was It was a, it was a decent-sized doe and a seven-point buck that – was is close to being an eight he had he had these two prongs that were webbed together so if there wasn't that webbing between the two it's kind of, it's an interesting rack it, it went pretty high but Ant- the but antlers the don't antlers don't have webbing they're this, made of bone this did it was this was a spider-man buck um it's pretty sweet was it made of bone yeah it's not webbing <laughs> it's webbed 
Yeah. Right. So, so Ryan and I were talking about that a little bit. Like, what counts as an actual point? Because, like, his, his buck's got some really unique stuff on it, too, at the bases. And, like, generally speaking, I, I know that the, I think – I don't know if the rule book says – we need Jason, man. I, I think the it's rule looks, I think it's, it says one inch. Yeah. yeah. But inch. like we've always like it, I know they like it's an inch from the base of the from of the, the from main the beam. Of, the main beam. Okay. Because I, I back in the day, so from the to, tip to like where it would stop in the main beam. We were always told by the old timers when we were kids, like if you can hang a ring on it, it counts as a point type thing. There's the so. webbing that I'm talking about. Uh, so he's got well, like it's a, a, it's uh, not webbing because it's bone, but. Uh, it's just um, a, it's just a, it's a kind of a I point mean, that failed to. I, I would to measure me- that I'd from have to the measure base. it, yeah. but I, I, it's probably I, not going to count. count. You could almost count that. I get what he's saying, though. I mean, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, it looks I mean, like webbing. Yeah, yeah. It's my PB though. So Let's call it was, an uh, eight. It was you, a good year. This was your year yeah, of the PB. Jimmy, too, you right? call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, I'm gonna call it. Because you're talking. Call it an eight. Call it a seven. Call it a six. It don't matter. It's I'll your call buck. it a seven. That way, when I get an eight, I can say I got you know I can get. I'd call it an eight. If it, was my, it was, if it was my buck, I'd call it. I'd call that point That's, an eight. So I don't know PB, if it's though. a legal point, but it don't matter. That's what a, did you, you tagged official... it, you tagged it with a legal tag. That's an out. So who gives a shit? That's an outstanding year, man. I've never shot. Me personally, have never shot four deer in a year. Never. Two, it, like I normally great. like, yeah. I'll take I'll take two. I would take a doe or a, in a in a buck or something like that. But I can never, I've never taken four deer. In it's a been year. a hell of a so, season, man. Yeah, you've had a great season. That man. week, that uh, that week, I was in, I was in a state of bliss because um, we hang uh, we hang all the deer from the same tree. So you got to when you ride out to uh, when you ride out onto the trails, you got to pass that tree. So every time you come back in, every time you go back out, you got to ride past that tree. So it's really proud to have, like, you got a bunch of guys on the cart heading out, and we're all passing the tree that's full of deer. It was, it was, it was. I was in a state of bliss the whole week. It was great. How yeah. did the How did the rest of the camp do? Um, well, we got so Greg ended up getting a doe uh, towards the end on the last day. Um, I actually missed a. Um, a doe as well. It was uh, at a hundred yards, and I, I, I shot underneath <laughs> it because my stuff sighted in at fifty. So I tried to uh, hold, hold hold on. Try All right, go ahead. Say. Go ahead. So, oh, but man, uh, I already know it's you're coming. You're gonna get it. I already know it's coming. You're gonna get it, but I want to hear. I don't want to hear from him. I just have a comment to make. That's all. I, I don't want to hear from him though. Fin- finish your your story. So a deer came in at uh, it was like anywhere between eighty and a hundred yards. So, and I, I shot underneath it. I tried to take that shot, and I tried to compensate because um, I knew that at 100 yards, I was six inches low at 100 because I remember arranging it out at the range uh, the week before this season. So I did try to take another shot at a doe, and I uh, <coughs> did shoot underneath it. So that sucked. But yeah, It happens. You miss them, especially at 100. Like, at, a, uh, at 100, like... And she was, a, she was a lot moving, of little, so. There's a lot of little stuff that goes into play at that range, but... I didn't have anything. I was in my, uh, I was in my buddy's dad's stand too. I wasn't in my stand, so I didn't have that uh, that rest. I have a rest in my stand that I can. You were hang free-handed. Up. I was freehanded at a hundred. So a freehanded at a hundred. I don't care who you are. It's hard. It's tough to do. So aim but, small. But go ahead. Small. Go ahead. We're gonna let him tear you off real quick. No, I'm not. I just. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting for this. I know. I know you guys have been. No. So go ahead. 
What do you mean, I you just, guys? I have. You got I you? have a couple observations from your your story you just told. So that's all. Okay, Dan, what do you got? You look like you got something to say too. I I kind of said it a minute ago, but all I have to say is aim small, miss small, man. That's I, it. I, I I missed part of that because I was upstairs, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we all said here, Jimmy. You have the floor, and then we both got up and left. <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to get upstairs. Up. Poor Jimmy. It's all okay. I got to say. It's all right. And I'm surprised Dan has nothing to say, but you claim that um, you're a better shot than 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 Dan. Oh God! Mm. Here this, we go. This, but with a with a 450 and a scope, you couldn't hit a deer, let alone a clay pigeon. That's all I got. Oh shit! Wow. Well, he wasn't shooting clay pigeons with a 450. That's a, that's a that's a that's, bit that's, of a that's all my comment. No, but he it, shoots it, clay pigeons with a 20 gauge. I, I just honestly, I thought Dan was going to feed off that a little more than me. <laughs> But I would. I would. It happens. Like Bob said, it happens. You missed deer. Yeah. E- even with the gun that's that sighted. Th- that's what I was getting at. Like, because Ryan literally told the story of shooting his buck, but he missed it once, and then, yeah. and then had yeah. to like had, had, to through, had to go through range. hell to try to get a second shot, which is awesome. Like, you know, yeah. it happens. It it don't matter like how good of a shot you are. It's just sometimes shit happens. Sometimes you miss them. Yeah. But. My second question is, why the hell are you ranged in at six inches under? Six inches low. Why are you sighted in that? No, 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 no. I'm so my gun is sighted in my gun is sighted in at fifty yards. Why? It was it was sighted in because from my stand, which is where I primarily hunt, no shot. No shot is past fifty yards. It's fifty and under. So before this year, so I'm gonna I was educate sighted. I'm gonna I'm gonna educate you a little bit here. On the four fifty round. Edumacate. Edumacate. At 100 yards, if you're you're supposed to sight in a 450 at 100 yards. Yes. At 50 at 50 yards, it's a half inch high. Yes. So if you sight in at 50 at 100 yards, it's a different trajectory. I found that out after I changed it to 50. If you're sighted in at 50, it's not going to drop six inches at 100. It did. Well then, you got an issue with your gun. It is that is not the ballistics, or you need to switch to a different round. Hornady's it doesn't drop six inches at a hundred yards. I can look up the ballistics right now. I would. I'm just telling you, it doesn't. At two hundred, it drops nine inches. All, all I know, I is know because I, I just looked this. Up. All I know is that I had my gun on a sled at a hundred yards at a range that was a hundred yards out. And when I took my first shot, because I thought my gun was sighted in at 100, because I had forgot that I changed it to 50, I was pissed when I seen where the bullet went. And I was like, why the hell is it shooting here? And then I moved it down to 50, and it was dead on. And then I was talking to Greg about it. I was like, I can't believe I'm having issues with the scope again. And he's like, no, you don't remember? He's like, you sighted your stuff up in the spring for 50 yards. He's like, and then we, you know, so I'll be going back to 100 but I, when I did it in the spring, when I sighted it in at fifty, I had that was after Greg, or that was before Greg had told me the same thing you just said about the half inch high, half inch low. So. All important stuff to know, though, like because yeah. the the trajectory of the round, you know, between fifty and hundred with a four fifty is pretty. It, it can be significant. And yeah. two hundred, like you said, nine inch drop is pretty significant. Yeah. So. If you're if you're sighted in and you're dead nuts at a hundred, where are you at at fifty? So you want to shoot it at a hundred. You want to shoot it at fifty so that you know. All right, I'm I'm going to be shooting four inches high or whatever it might be at fifty, and I'm dead nuts at a hundred or whatever it might be because it, it's not like it, it's not like some kind of 
you can't just say because 50 is half of 100 that I'm gonna and I'm six inches low at a hundred that I'm gonna be on here. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's it, trajectory is the relationship of the barrel to the scope. So like the scope is looking directly at it. Crosshairs are on the deer, but your barrel is oriented completely differently than your scope. So like this is some like advanced like military stuff that we that I that I taught as a drill sergeant in past years. Like this is stuff that like, but you have to know that you you need to know the flight of the round. It, there are, you know, the moment that the round leaves the barrel, it's dropping. No matter what rifle or, or shotgun or whatever you're shooting from, it immediately falls. Gravity takes effect as soon as it leaves the barrel. And so it is a relationship of your sights to your barrel, and that is it. So, like, but you have to understand that because, like, making a shot at 100, and if you know that you're six inches low, then, and you know that you're you're shooting at a hundred, then then Kentucky windage is a thing at that point. Like you've gotta like you've gotta aim a little high, right? So like that's that's all something that you just you just learn through trial and error and through like being familiar with your gun. Like going out there, shooting it, putting rounds at different ranges. Like don't just sight in fifty, I'm good to go. Yeah. Because the moment you do, like and you gotta make that hundred yard shot, you're like, fuck, I missed that deer. Like it, it, it you know, it could cost you a missed deer. But like, yeah, it's uh, knowing those, knowing the ballistics of in, in on the box is a, is a generalization because it's relative, right? It's relative to barrel length. It's relative to to the round itself, the weight of the round. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into play when you're shooting, especially a heavy ass round, a 250 grain to 300 round or 300 grain round at at distance that that becomes you know very significant when you're shooting a 223 or, or something like that a more flatter shooting or a smaller bullet with a with a larger casing on the end of it like you're, you're gonna be able to it, it's not as significant right, right? and that's all i'm trying to say here but you know you missed one hey but that would have been number five like how many deer are you gonna shoot <laughs> jesus man he's killing the herd <laughs> <laughs> trying so, I don't mean to give you shit about it. I just do. Where do no, you, it's, it's an observation it's fine, on the round. My question. But here's a ballistics chart for horny black, which is going to be the same weight. That's what I for, shoot. Horny black. Way. I know it's what you shoot. So, at 100 yards, if if it's sighted in at 100 yards, at 50 yards, it is three inches high. And then at 200 yards, it's seven inches low. Again, as Bob said, it's going to be relative to barrel length a little bit. Yeah. But it should not be a six-inch drop from 50 to 100, not with Hornady Black, because that's a lighter round. I shoot deer season, which is a heavier round, and from 50 to 100, I mean, it's like an inch. Well, the only thing I could think of is it wasn't strapped down to the sled. So, I mean, that was So, yeah, well, it's just, just, yeah, think about it, maybe. But when I shot, I did shoot, because I never shoot one bullet twice and then go off of that. I know when I I read up, when I got my 450, I read up on it, because I didn't know the ballistics and any of this shit, and I wanted to know, like, how to sight it in, and it said to sight it in at 100. Yeah. And, and that's so what it based, was based on the ballistics of the round. That's if what it was sighted in, and I will be going back to that because once, once because Greg said the same thing when I because I kind of, kind of on my own without like talking to anybody. I was like, well, shit. If I'm sitting at if I'm sitting at a spot where everything's at fifty yards, I'm just sighting it in at fifty yards. That right. was my mindset. So then when I talked to Greg, 
he was like, no, just just keep it at a hundred. He's like, you're you're only gonna be a half inch off either way. He's like, so just you know, just keep it yeah. at a hundred. You know, that way when you reach out something farther, you're just you know. Right. So, and I will be doing that. I'll be going back to him. Yeah, for sure. So, so anyways, yeah, in, in yeah, reality, with, though, nice job. Appreciate like, it. Yeah, slain. Without yeah, without like breaking down like the mathematical stuff here, like. If you know that you've sighted in dead nuts at 50, yeah, just understand, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, just understand the ballistics of the round in that at 50, if I know that, you know, normally, like, if you look at the box of shells, it's going to tell you at 100, you know, at 200, this is what you can expect, and so on and so forth, right? So, like, know that if I'm dead nuts at 100... I should probably. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit high at fifty. Yeah, yeah. So either sight in high at fifty, right? You could theoretically you could sight in three inches high at fifty and be dead nuts at a hundred, right? If if that's what the ballistics said, theoretically you could do that. Like, and, and again, that's theory. You want to actually put rounds downrange so that you know where it's hitting. But the 450 doesn't have that much drop though. Up up until you get to about 125, and then it drops off. You could sight in at 200 pretty, if you pretty drastically. To. You could sight in at 200, but what is that going to do? You know, if it's a if it's a nine inch drop at 200, and you sight in at 200, meaning you are hitting the bullseye at 200. Yeah. What does that mean at 50? What does that mean at 100? You see what I'm saying? You've got to know those distances because otherwise, like. You're you're making like kind of I you're, I you're personally kind of it, you know? I'd rather sight in at a hundred at the the rare chance you do get a hundred yard shot sight it in at a hundred so I'm dead nuts at a hundred and then shoot it at fifty so I know where it hits I'd rather hit an inch or two high than an inch or two low what, when you're aiming right at the shoulder or aiming right behind the shoulder you know for sure I'd, I'd rather than yeah. hit low. Generally speaking, Myself, what but. I do is I, if I'm going to sight in at 50, which a lot of times when we shoot at my dad's, we'll just sight in at 50. And when I sight in at 50, even with my 270, I'll sight it in high. So, and, and kind of do like a little quick mathematical calculation in my head. So, if it's dead nuts at 100 and it's showing three inches high at 50, I'm going to sight in at three inches high at 50. But I need to know that personally in my mind. That, like, when I'm sitting in the stand and I've got a deer at 40 yards, I need to aim just a little bit low so that I can hit right. relatively close. Right. With, with a rifle, that, that's the cool thing about a rifle is that you can be relatively close. Like, if you hit the shoulder in any way with a 450 or a 270 or something like that, you're, well, you're, you're likely you're, you're gutting deer 30 minutes later. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just understanding ballistics and things like that like I, I mean we're not all we're not snipers or anything like that we're just out there trying to kill deer but i miss deer all the fucking time <laughs> <laughs> you know like I, I was sitting there i was sitting in my blind and there was multiple times i'm sitting in my blind on opening day and i like bring my rifle up and i'm holding it and i'm like god damn man i'm moving all over the place i have no like sticks shooting sticks or anything like that or rest to put it on and i'm like but so so that's another thing so like as you're when you're sitting in the stand, you're shooting, or, or when you're looking through your scope, that sway that you see in the scope, it seems like a lot, right? You're like, holy shit, man! Like, I can't, I can't hold this damn thing still. <clears throat> that is, it, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a myth, right? So, like, that sway is very little at the end of the barrel, right? Like, what looks really big inside the scope is really not that much, right? So you can kind of trust your shooting skill off free handing it. 
as long as you've got other good fundamentals, meaning yeah. your, your trigger squeeze is good and your you know your your hold is good and things like that prior to squeezing that trigger, like all that stuff, kind of is minimal when it comes to that. But understanding ballistics, I think, is way more important than than even fundamentals in some ways. So, anyway, good job, man! Congratulations. Appreciate. We're, it. we're proud of you. Like uh, you've uh, in, you're. You, I don't even know if you deserve to be on this podcast because uh, this is a terrible outdoorsman <laughs> podcast, if you know. And you killed uh, you killed a shit ton of deer this year, and I have yet to hang anything. I so. can't say anything about sighting in a 450 because I haven't shot my 450 at anything yet. <laughs> so I'm going to sight my gun in on deer. Hundred <laughs> percent. Is that not the way to do it? <laughs> Wait, that isn't that what most. Well, if do? I laser bore sighted, that means it's on, right? Well, if you do it at that's how I sighted in at hundred yards with my laser bore sighter. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be right, right? It's got to be a thing. Anyway, good stuff. I didn't mean to give like a lecture on ballistics there. Like, it was just, uh, it just kind of happened. I think the masses needed to know. I, I just I, I really do enjoy that stuff like I do enjoy shooting it especially there really is shooting. a science to it it's, though like I've, I've had a ton of training in it I've I've been I've been you need to some... get your buddy on that you said was was a sniper and with your sniper school yeah yeah I think that'd be badass just to pick his brain yeah, on that, definitely on ballistics we need to talk more guns we do fuck hunting we suck at hunting except for Jimmy suck guns yeah, yeah. I love guns. Well, I've been I've been through a ton of training, and like in in all these trainings, like the most, uh, probably one of the best trainings I ever went to. I went to a, a counter a, a NATO counter sniper school, and it, it was basically like a it was a school run by by NATO, and it was a a counter sniper course where you it, it was basically a shortened version of like a sniper course, and like but the the way that they broke down ballistics is is so simplistic it was so like easy to understand that like like i would just like i just told him like as soon as that round leaves the barrel it is falling there are no aerodynamic qualities to a bullet there are no wings on it right so it's not rising like a lot of people say that the bullet rises when it comes out of the barrel it's not true technically right as soon as you fire that round as soon as you hit that firing pin that round as soon as it exits the barrel is falling so understanding that and the relationship to your sights to barrel angle is huge right because that's that's what determines whether you can shoot a target at 100 yards 1000 yards whatever it might be yeah is is that relationship to sights versus and there's a lot of other effects too wind you know the coriolis effect like you know the earth rotation at distance mm. becomes a factor yeah. in shooting at long distance so you have to like there are all these things that come into account when it when it comes to putting a round on on target at long range but you know 100 yards is not long range but with a 450 is kind of long range because you're shooting a 250 grain round you know through a, a relatively short casing with yeah. relatively short or relatively low force behind it so, I mean, it's traveling at a pretty good velocity, but at the same time, like, a 9-inch drop at 200, uh, 200 yards or 200 meters is, is – is, that's pretty sharp. Like yeah. That's that not a flash shooting it's, it's gun. It's coming like, in straight down. Right. It is – you are – you are – you are – that is our artillery round coming down on, down on that deer. So you've got to, like, really understand that that relationship when it comes to trying to figure out – how am I going to put this round on that deer? And I do that. I do it all the time. Most of the deer I've ever shot with a rifle have been within 50 yards. 
almost all every one of them with a with a high power rifle, two seventy. Like I can shoot a thousand yards with this gun. I'm literally ready to shoot a thousand yards with this gun. I've shot targets at six hundred yards with this gun. And every deer I've ever killed was at like thirty yards. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like you know, you you we train like we fight, right? So like so shooting it shooting at fifty is important. Shooting at a hundred is also important, right? I would just Focus in, in with a 450, focus in inside of 100 yards. Like, where am I at at 100? Where am I at at 50? Everything in between is kind of relative, an inch or two, right? You know, and, and on, a, on, a, on a, a deer, you know, an inch is not really going to make that much of a difference with a 450 because there's so much kinetic energy and there's so much mass of that round coming through that deer at such a velocity that it's not going to, it's really not going to make that much of a difference, I don't think. So if you're an inch high... You shoot it. You shoot that deer, and you hit an inch high. Hey, you're, it's still a kill shot. Still doing some damage. Right, right. So, anyway, all right. I'm done with the ballistics. In the words of Albert Sodi, I think you're just a shitty shot. I think you're just a <laughs> shitty shot. <laughs> all good I, things. You know what? I think, all good things come to those who shoot straight. I think uh, I should pull get, your gun up. Put your finger on the trigger. I think that gun's... Take a deep breath to steady your nerves. Steady that movie's your nerves. the reason why I did so well this year, I think, because I had never seen that movie. Your mother had I a tongue it. of a trout. I watched it the day before. Your mother had a tongue of a trout. He had a restraining order on you. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's funny. All right. And what a movie, by the way. Isn't it great? Weird-ass movie. It's great. It's epic. <laughs> it's about halfway weird. through, you're like, I'm lost, but I'm, I'm still Dude, watching. Like, we're I'm still watching. All, like, why? Well, first of all, why was the DNR guy there? And then all of a sudden, he's like, Department of Natural Resources, <laughs> and he just like in the middle, it just starts singing out of nowhere. It's like, I swing die. low, sweet chariot. I've never seen oh, that man. movie. Oh man, what? Never he doesn't it. hunt. Get that doesn't matter. Just get out. Just get out. <laughs> Just here. get the hell out of here Just right get now. The fuck out of here right now. <laughs> no, that's um, that's a movie that you need to watch many times to really embrace the the love of that movie. Bobby <laughs> hated it. He wanted to watch it every night. Granted, it was the only movie we had, but he wanted to watch it every night. There was a there was a time where I was like, "This movie sucks," <laughs> but like. The more I watch it, the more I can relate myself to, or I can relate to my deer camps that I've been in, like the traditions and Remnar. Ryan is Remnar. That one hundred Remnar because I shoot all the bucks. <laughs> I have to have things just so. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that's how Ryan is. No, you know? That, that is year. for sure. Like he, I like he's set very, he's in my traditions. Very, he is very traditional. Like we got to stop here. We got to do this. We got to do that. Like that's how it is. So it's like. I can relate my my UP deer camps to that. My up my upper is, Michigan deer camps not so much, but which is why the talk is going to be in the UP. The talk, yeah, you got just the just north of the bridge and just south of heaven. Just south of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling, I'm telling you, dude. When, once we get this camp going, like you got to come up there, and once you experience UP deer camp, you probably won't. He's going to be anywhere. a full on investor. We just have Even though, have, like uh, the, the deer hunter, the deer hunting up there is not as good as it ever as it has been. Oh, because like, we really crushed it this year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we killed it. We really did. All right, Jimmy. Here's to your uh, week of sleigh. 
Slay. Yeah, doing it again. Send it Uh-oh. again. Snort! God, this is a loud and obnoxious podcast. It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. And I've got all your volumes turned down, too. It's a loud bastard. I've been on Jason mute the back. whole time. <laughs> They're all muted. I was hoping I the could only have. Thing, I was hoping I could have quiet time with Ryan. The only Did thing would have been good. I, I I wish I would have picked up some uh, some some pasties, man. Mm. I could go for a okay. pasty right now. You can't have pasties at your deer camp because it's literally south of here. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not up north. But. No pasties. <laughs> I see that shining. I see that shining. Did you like my story? You know what? Hey, so. I don't want you to be alone um, on that one. So I seen uh, some weird, some weird shenanigans. Greg, Greg, uh, Greg looked at me like I was a psychopath when I started talking about it. We were uh, had to have been two years ago, I think. We were right by my stand, and we were uh, to the left of my stand is another property, and it's a big ass swamp. We call it Grass Lake. It's just a big bowl. Like there's just a big big swamp right that right down in the middle it's like a little little lake um and we had he had shot a deer and we were tracking it and we found it and we were gutting it and it was our it was on our property but i heard something crashing and running in the property next to us on the other side of grass lake so we're talking maybe 250 yards out i've seen something hauling ass running I could have swore. Was it an alien with skinny legs? I think it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was. So anybody who's been hunting for any significant amount of time has seen something weird yeah. in the woods. Just this last Saturday, I heard the predator. <laughs> I heard the predator, dude. I was walking out to my tree stand, and the predator was right behind me. Dude, the right thing behind that- me. I was like, I was freaked the hell out. I'm walking out with my headlamp. It's dark. It's 630 in the morning. And I'm like... And then I heard that, you know, that like that, like that, that Some thing, weird it, sound, that, that weird sound it makes. And I was like, I'm being hunted right now. Well, so I seen- so I turned the predator into the hunted, and I started to hunt him. You killed the predator. I did not. Oh, I didn't see him. This is getting stupid. So no, I see no, but I seen but something for real. I for some sure, weird shit. I'm not gonna go ahead and tell you guys that it was Bigfoot, but it was fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> Okay, I seen right, that shit. No. no, 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 he gone, <laughs> he gone. <laughs> bye bye. It was, it was Yeti. I didn't, I didn't know. So, but I, all I seen was a blur of brown. It could have been a deer. It was probably a deer, and you were winging bullets at it, weren't you? <laughs> it was not. Bop, it was bop, not bop, on bop, my bop. property. Shooting this six inches low every time. Blaka 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 blaka. Thank you for saving Bigfoot by not sighting in your gun. <laughs> yeah, he was at 200, and he's not sighted in for that. Yeah, he was so, right. you, you made him dance. Oh, my God. No, so, uh, yeah, I know your All story right. about something Moving jumping on. out of the tree was, was crazy. I, 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 I mean, I've got, I've got some stories. About uh, jumping oh, out of a tree. The, when he said he said he saw he saw what was it a, he saw a cat of some sort and then something came out of the tree after it and they got into a tussle oh, oh yeah the, bobcat? yeah, the, the yeah. bobcat yeah the bobcat that got mauled and destroyed yeah I'm sure that bobcat is dead right now yeah 100 because whatever it was came out of that tree with a quickness and it was violent so I whatever see, happened I'm happened betting, violently and I couldn't see it I'm betting that was aliens 
It, there's so about, I've seen, I've seen there's about like a 61.5% chance that it was a coyote and probably about a 40, I don't know, whatever, Great whatever, whatever the rest was. Crushing the man. An alien. <laughs> right now. Crushing man. Right, so I've seen Bigfoot. Can we he's move seen, on before he's seen everybody Chupacabra. signs out? He's seen Chupacabra and you've right. seen some Yahoo on a four-wheeler. I've seen some shit. <laughs> I've seen some shit. All right. Anyways. <laughs> I see no sighting. <laughs> I see no sighting. <laughs> God damn, we got to move on. All right. So let's get into, um, we've got some listener Q&A we're going to get to. Oh, shit. Nice. We've got, um, yeah, we've got a whole bunch of, of questions to go to that we haven't done a Q&A in like fucking 20 episodes. They're like, why are you guys so stupid? Why? <laughs> 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 So this first one's going to be controversial Uh-oh. with oh, Jimby over here. My favorite. Oh, boy. Um, and these questions have been sitting in the queue for a long time, and I purposely saved this one for you. Okay. So we'll go round table. So everybody kind of gives their opinion. I'm going to go last because Jimmy's going to be mad at me. So. <sighs> okay. So how do you like your steak cooked? <laughs> Oh, I know how you well, like. It could be any me. How, how do you like? I know how you like your steak cooked. Don't worry about how you how right. I like my shit cooked. So here's, so obviously you know you've got rare, you've got blue rare, you've got rare, you've got medium rare, and then you've got wrong. So, um, <laughs> so you know I'm, I'm aware. So I'm aware of all the. <laughs> no, but steak is steak. I don't care. I'll like if, if if you put a steak in front of me, I don't care how it's cooked. I'm eating it. It, it can be well done. I would rather it not be well done, but I'll eat it, you know, and I won't complain too much. But uh, I like somewhere between rare and medium rare, but I'll take anything when it comes to steak. So Between rare and medium rare. Yeah. Fucking gross. Okay. <laughs> it really, for me, it really depends on where I'm eating steak at. If, if I go to, like, Outback or Texas Roadhouse, most of the time I feel like it's going to be, like, an extra level up. Like, if you order well done it's going to be extra well done so i like my steak like medium so at so how much pink so what is it just a little bit of pink is medium right it's not yeah. like yeah I, I don't know i don't yeah <laughs> i don't go that way I so don't if swing i go to like way. if i go to like uh like outback or texas roadhouse it'll definitely be like a medium rare how i'll order it but if i go to like fleming's or like a, a bigger chain. You're not then, hearing the question. How do you cook your own steak? Is that what he asked? <laughs> no. It's actually how do you like your steak? <laughs> not, that's I not thought, at all. I, yes. I thought you were doing a good job. I like well, what you were doing. I, I like it. I like it. Straight I, forward. I, I how do you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. Medium rare. Oh, now you're going medium rare. Well, you just asked me to say it. I was trying to explain it, but He was going rare. for a happy medium. Yeah. You know? There so, is no happy So medium. if you go to Fleming's, you order it medium, and then it'll be medium. Where's Fleming's at? Fleming's in, like, Northville, 7 and Haggerty. It's an actual steakhouse. It's yeah. a legitimate place. Okay. A legitimate establishment. Check it out. I avoid that area like the plague. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, the cops are terrible. I used to them. live right there. Uh, I hate that place. Nice, nice yeah. neighborhood anyway, if you like people. Medium rare. Yeah. Medium rare. Okay, so we got... What were you? Rare, rare, rare to medium rare. Any, uh, any, but but with all honesty, anything, anything like yep. steak is steak. I fucking love it. You know. Okay. So okay. it'll make a turn. Yep. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> Unless you're vegan. What might not make a turd? Right. Then you're weird. 
<laughs> it'll make it'll make pellets. <laughs> no, it'll make like it'll make water. <laughs> All right, Bob. Uh, I'm a medium guy. Um, like like Dan was saying, like it kind of depends on where you go. Like I kind of know just from ordering at different places. I've I tend not to send food back. Because if you send it back, like you're getting it with a uh, a side of ball butter, <laughs> so I'm not doing that. So like I've learned just over the years of you know we eat out pretty regularly. So like um, if I'm gonna order from like Outback or like Texas Roadhouse or something like that, like it's gonna be like a medium. It's likely gonna come back like medium well. So like the way I like it, if I were to cook it myself, right around medium well. I'm I'm kind of like I like to cook my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I don't know why. I, it's a weird thing with me. My wife, my wife is like a rare kind of person. And she, uh, she gets on my ass all the time because I overcook the shit out of a lot of things. And, and me and Ryan are the same. I know exactly what he's going to say because we're exactly the same. We like to, we, we cook the shit out of stuff. I want it. I want it brown. I don't want red anything. Ryan might as well have his steak cooked by Samsonite. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Like straight up Samsonite. It was way off. (laughs) Slippy, slappy, slappy, Swanson, 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 Sally. Oh, Samsonite. If I'm going to cook a steak, anything that I do anymore, I cook to temperature. So, like, I've just kind of learned just with the tools that we have nowadays, like, if I'm gonna cook a steak, I cook it to like 145, 145, 150 at the max, and then I'm pulling it. And then at, at that, 165 is generally like done, like well done. Yeah. So like I I, I generally pull it at about one. I pull it 150 because it's still gonna cook while it's sitting. So let's throw a curveball. That, that's real kind quick. of my thing. Yeah. To. Just to clarify, like we're talking steak, though we're talking beef, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a little bit different with wild game. I'd rather overcook wild game than undercook. Wild with game. venison, it's well done. Yeah, so hey, all, all I won't day. do well done venison, but I won't do rare. I'm still like, chewing on the meat that you gave us at Ryan's house last week. Dude, it was so well done, <laughs> dude. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, the the urban gyro shit. No, 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 no. So when. <laughs> <laughs> I made I, I made venison steaks uh, when we, when we did that was that was weeks yeah, ago. yeah a few weeks ago yeah and and you like, we were gonna eat before we did the podcast but I ran a little late so I, I cooked it and I cooked it to rare and then put it in Tupperware and immediately didn't let it rest didn't like put the lid on it and it cooked on the way like it cooked even more on the way with the lid on so when I got in I, I looked at him and I handed it to him I was like. It's it's a little overcooked, man. I was like, I'm just gonna warn you here. Your iPhone that, might taste so better. That, so that's a that's a thing when it comes to cooking is that a lot yeah. of people don't understand that like like it's still hot. It's yeah. still cooking. Yeah. Too when you hot. pull when you pull it off, like unless you're gonna eat it immediately, like it is still gonna cook. Like you're gonna let it rest for twenty, thirty minutes. Like you just turn something that was medium into something medium yeah. well or well. Yeah. Like it, it just happens on its own. So sorry. It's pretty Sorry bad. to get you off there, Ryan. Ryan, go. Ready? How do you like your Ready? steak, Ryan? Fucking well done. Black. <laughs> Black. So like gross. Dude. Charcoal. <laughs> I feel like I'm being attacked right now. <laughs> About time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's your turn. Y'all can so attack me all you want. I cook that shit shoe leather, man. <laughs> Enjoy your sandpaper, bro. <laughs> shoe leather. So, so 
I don't order steaks from restaurants because they will fuck it up 90% of the time. <laughs> oh, you're He's, one of those guys? You oh send your steak God. back? He seems... I will tell them I want it well done, and they'll, they'll bring it out, and I'll be like... No, you don't understand. I want it well done. Oh, no. He's yeah, he seems picky like that to me. I've I've never <laughs> been somewhere where we've ordered a steak, but I could I could see him like I can't eat this no shit. Blood. It's raw. Like, no and it's like it's medium or medium well, you know. Like any bit of pink, not happening over here. That's nope. crazy. Yeah. Nope. So those- nope. It's but you know, honestly, I it's not because of like I don't He's afraid I trick a nose. No, it's not that at all. <laughs> I genuinely like it well done hmm. but i grew up eating shit well done like bob and i have talked about it like we both before did, like yeah. you know i just we ate a lot of shit that was just not necessarily well done but just like done you know like we cooked our shit till it was done like so there's no pink inside so that's what we grew up eating <clears throat> and uh that's how i prefer it like favorite thing with a steak like cook it like do you get a little char in the outside little crunch to it oh man you gotta stare at me like you I'm can get fucking... that crunch without yeah. making it no man no pink inside i used to have a buddy i have a i have uh, a buddy. well I've, i think i've talked about it. i think i'm locking that flavor man it's got that clark griswold family I, christmas I did, turkey. A, mm-hmm. I did a veteran shout out for a clint gill one time and i remember going to a restaurant we were stationed together down in texas and he was like and i remember him telling the waitress how do you want it? And she was like, how do you want it cooked? And he was like, just kiss it on each side or something like that. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it extra, was like, extra rare. He was like, like, like literally 30, five, 30, five, seconds, seconds, yeah. 30 seconds on each side and then and done. You would not have liked that. I wouldn't touch that. I would, that. I would eat that. I would eat that. That looks good. so good. Yeah, yeah, that looks good, man. I, I, I do like, I, I have found that like. To me, the rarer you cook things, like the more tender it is. Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously, for sure. <laughs> you know, I just don't. I don't. I don't like. I just. I. He's over here gagging because. <laughs> You're gonna make me fucking puke, dude. Stop. 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 I just don't like things that are like. I don't, I don't I'm gonna like, do it too. Stop. I'm gonna do it too. Stop. You, if stop. you're, if you're oh, that, shit. oh shit! If Dan's Dan's one of those people that like, if you gag in front of him, he'll gag. Oh, stop. He's, yeah. he's got his headphones off. He's Martin, ready stop. to heart. Oh, stop. he's getting flushed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you should have revealed that. I won't do it no more though. But oh, you just revealed a weakness to your nemesis. <laughs> a big one. Yeah. Dude, dude, imagine us at the shootout and he goes to shoot and I go <laughs> I'm gonna fucking puke dude. He's gonna fucking puke right now. <laughs> Alright, they're muted. Alright. I'm sorry. So we just took we just took like thirty minutes to cover one. Anyway, question. I'm not even done. Next one. What do we got? Well done. Well done. Well done. Okay. Try that shit. So I yeah, I cook I will I honestly don't waste my time ordering steak. I cook it myself. So you'd like Ken Williams' pork chops. Your dad overcooks pork oh, chops? Big time. Oh, man. He is notorious. Hook me <laughs> up, bro. He's, yeah. he's sitting here rolling his eyes. He's like, I guarantee you he just said, that fucker. Because I brought, it, brought up his secret because he absolutely overcooks it's, pork it's chops. A and secret. he knows it. It's a secret to flavor, though. Yeah. I'm telling so, you, man, a, a steak, like steak on a charcoal grill, the best shit ever. With, but, like, overdone, where you get a good, like, crisp char, 
cooked all the way through, locked I, in charcoal flavor. That. I you feel like that I can't charm, get it with man. your rubbery fucking mess. <laughs> get you your can, pink shit listen, out of here. You can get that char on a medium rare, man. I, no, I, I, feel, I, I feel like with beef, I, I, I feel puke. like I feel like with beef, you have a little bit of play, right? You can you can go from anywhere from medium to to well done and and, and be safe. Okay. With that. Before but we switch, like, before we switch animals, what about burgers? Medium rare. Medium I go, I go well. the same. The same with yeah, medium, medium well. So you don't change. See, this is where I change a little bit. I what like, about I the, like my burgers just a touch of pink. See now that's that's unhealthier. That's crazy because you got it. Yeah, should be the other it. way around. See burger well, when 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 you grind up burger. You're exposing it to more of the outer elements, so like more so, reason I want to cook that shit. So, well, exactly. You are weird. So, so they recommend. You like? They strange. recommend. I'm proud of my weird. They, they, recommend, they don't recommend not cooking your shit thoroughly. I don't give a fuck no, what no, you no, say. No. They recommend. They recommend. <laughs> Get with that burger, shit out of here. They recommend with burger that you overcook it. Get your it. raw ass. That you overcook it, Ryan. What do they call raw burger that people eat? Not yours. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I, I, know, you're that? like I know what some, you're talking about. I've, like, I've had friends that do Isn't it like this, Asian like, or something like that? Yeah, like some Asian, weird shit. Like people eat, like, you, eat it you raw. You weirdos probably know. What the fuck I, is dude, it? Dude, I freaking love it. They take like a raw burger and they put they like crack an egg on it or something. Yeah. Or, it's just like, you eat it like that. Never it's heard of it. Anyway, somebody Google it. Kind of moving on. Kind of. Kind of. So I think that like how you like different kinds of different kinds of meat. Stop. Different kinds of meat. So like chicken, I always cook chicken all the way through. Oh, you got to have pink in your chicken. Oh my god! I'm just Gross. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> How is your family alive? <laughs> just kidding. Because I don't know why, but it, like there's such like a salmonella like 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 salmonella like, fear in me and, and feeding Jesus. my family. If with, you don't with eat your chicken like, medium rare, then fuck you. It, no, I'm just kidding. And, <laughs> and say and same with pork. Like I don't I don't undercook pork. Like all yeah. pork, like pork tenderloin, I will cook that all day to 165 degrees. I cook everything to 165 degrees. The only thing I don't is beef. And 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 because I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe. Beef just seems a little bit more safe. But. So, okay, so what you were talking about with the raw meat and the egg. <clears throat> yeah. It's an appetizer, oddly enough, and it's called steak tartare. Yeah. Steak tartare. Or a tartare steak is a dish of raw ground beef, usually served with onions, capers, mushrooms, pepper, Worcestershire yeah. sauce. Look at that shit. <laughs> That's going to make me puke. No, I'm good on that. I'd probably eat it. Looks like beef noodles. There's a, there's a special kind of hell for beef, people that... Beef noodles sounds amazing, for, for people that eat shit like that, there's a special place in hell for you. So that would have to be ground up right then and there. It does kind of make Because me, you can't... Ugh. So so they say when you, when you make burgers, they want you're supposed to cook them. Because, because like I said, exposed. you're exposing it to way more bacteria, like the possibility of exposing it to way more b- bacteria when you grind it up. So so a burger is supposed to be more cooked than not, Yeah, for sure. Makes so sense. you kind of, it's kind of funny that you have it backwards, that you'll have pink in a burger but not pink in a steak. You but should I, be but I mean my, around. Like I take it off when there's a little bit of pink, and then I cook, and I don't eat it for a minute until it's like not pink. Like <laughs> See, just like, to the right point of like juicy and not dried out. A burger, though, I do want pink. Ryan, like I, I you're like, exposing risk, yourself to bacteria. I will risk it for the biscuit on that one. I, I, I want me a, I want me a medium rare burger there. Ryan gets his steak served from the uh, restaurant, and he looks at it. He's like, "We got pink in meat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from across yep. the room." We yep. got pink. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. 
It's pretty sick, Chubbs. Take that shit down the Take road. your steak to Red Wings. They'll oil it for you for free. What? <laughs> Take your steak oh, to Red Wings. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. It's the only way to go. You have not lived till you had a well-done steak. Uh, that's why I go to Blackrock and I can just cook it to however I See, now that place is weird, man. I'm not a fan of Blackrock. Let's Rock. talk about that. Yep. I hate that place. Me too. So I'm going to go. Have you been? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have. Have you the, been? The rock didn't stay hot, hot, hot enough, long enough for it's me. It's a 900 degree rock. What do it you mean didn't it didn't last stay long hot. enough for me to cook my, my steak long? It's because he, well, cooks, well, he cooks his meat so thorough that it takes up like 60 degrees every chunk that he puts on there. To be uh, fair, you need the I oven think, that heats the rocks. I think. <laughs> he needs yeah. multiple rocks. I think uh, Mr. Black Rock that invented this place is a genius because there's a lot of global. There's a lot of gullible people out there that want to pay $30 to cook their own goddamn meat. Yeah. He don't even pay at any other place because he said he doesn't get a steak yeah, from yeah. anywhere he goes. Exactly. I went to Black Rock, and I purposely did not order a steak. <laughs> he got a burger. <laughs> he gets those save-on yes. coupons. He got a burger, and I he like ordered it. it medium rare. I like it. The kids <laughs> like it. They have a good time. Well, why are you going to pay that kind steak? of money to cook your own steak? It costs as much as any other steak in any other place. I can go to the store, and I don't have to spend $30 to get myself a steak. You're buying the wrong steak. Yeah, coming from a guy that eats it with... I'm on Ryan. You're, you're, you're buying yeah. the wrong place. I'm on Ryan's side. Who's spending $30 for a steak? Oh, I do. Y'all, y'all 100%. Are, Y'all are buying, yeah, so, if you're buying some, oh, I some to, Wagyu shit. I go to Sam's Club and I get the two-pound tomahawk ribeye steaks. Well, yeah, really? the fuck, you're not getting, Y'all buy some bullshit, man. The steak you're getting at Black Rock's like the eight Yeah, big. it's like eight ounces, if that. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, 100%. The premise, again, from a business owner perspective. Genius. It's genius. Because he doesn't have to pay cooks. From a fat they, guy's perspective, that butter on there, though, is pretty good. It is. <laughs> butter is damn good, I mean, man. I, like, you I, can't I can get the idea, like, where it would be cool. Like, you get to cook it to your exact temperature. You get to take it off right while, like, while it's hot. I get it. I think it's stupid because I'm not going to pay that kind of money. And well, have nobody them. wants to sit there and watch you cook steak for 45 minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm tying up a table there. <laughs> We're all done 20 minutes before you. <laughs> I'm still sitting there. He's slipping my steak. Charring the shit out of a steak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Y'all man. should come over for a barbecue in the summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. We're, real we're quick sidebar. Steak. Real quick sidebar. What do you think about hibachi places? I love them. I those are cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love those. Those are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was just thinking, we went... I think it was last year we went for like I don't remember it was like a family party or something like that. It was right around Christmas time. Made me think of it the other day, and I was like, man, I want to go just because it was good as shit. They have really good sushi there at like those places. See, that's another thing. Fuck off. Oh, I love sushi. Fuck off. No, I'm not a sushi. Oh, guy. I love mm-hmm. sushi. Why can't we're you just, guys? We're just not raw. Why we're not, can't we're not you guys raw food kind of guys? Your like, damn we, we grew up food. that way. Imitation crab, bro. Imitation <laughs> crab. Okay. Why can't you cook your food? We, we kind of grew up that way. Like yeah. for, Dan, for Dan and Jimmy's parents, what did you do to these two to cause them to want to eat raw My meat? My dad, so listen. Did your sorry, dad listen I'm to this sorry. shit? No, thank God. Well, Over, well, overcooked pork chops. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's his first mistake in life. My dad had never, so when it came to, he raised a bunch of good cooks, but it was not by leading by example on that one. Uh, my dad had never heard of a thermometer before, um, and when he cooked, everything was well done, just like you guys. Chicken, well, man, I didn't realize chicken could be juicy until I started cooking. Like my juicy, dad, <laughs> juicy, <laughs> juicy, 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 chicken, juicy. 
So, all right, are we done yeah. with this fucking topic? Yeah, we can yeah. move on. Juicy Lucy Gooseys. What were those? It's a burger stuffed with cheese. Yeah, yeah. cheese on the inside. We need to make that. I saw a thing on TikTok yesterday. Juicy Lucy Goosey. This dude cooked a burger on top of like a layer of cheese, and he used that like burnt cheese bottom, and he like rolled oh, it. Yeah, that looks good. And then he cooked good. it again, and he like cooked it for a while, and then he rolled it again. And it was like a fat, <laughs> fat. It was. It's like a. We should it's do. like a cheddar crusted quesadilla burger yeah. almost. You fat, were fat, talking fat, about fat, 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 fat. go, and we just kind of completely. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Know. Yeah, he just no. <laughs> I, was, I was talking shit. <laughs> you talking shit about your dad? Yeah. Just, if he doesn't listen, this is your time, man. No, it's good. Sorry, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> the non Jimby Jim. Okay. All right. What, what's the next question? My God. It's along the same lines. It's food related. Here we go. I don't, I've got a bunch of questions, but a lot of them, like, I want Jason to be here because I need his perspective on some of these. Well, here's so, with the food ones, man. I live yeah, for So it. we'll do one more, we'll, and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up. So, favorite way to eat fish? Ooh. That's tough. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. It depends on what. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it just favorite way to eat fish. It can be whatever species of fish, whatever is your favorite fish so, and way cooked. One of my go-tos, and I this is one of the things that I make the best. <clears throat> like, like, like I, not, I like my fish raw. <laughs> I, I don't. I like rare. my fish I hit it medium with a club rare with, with uh, blood with dripping the, out of it. With the skin on it. Um, <clears throat> no, smoked salmon is one of one of the. I like, just bite the head right off. Of the that's fucker. one of the things that I can do better than smoked salmon. Others, yeah, smoked, smoked salmon. Fi- I, smoked I, I, fish is phenomenal. Um, but man, a, a winya fried fish fry. That's a. So you gotta pick second. one. You can't. Oh, you can't. can't like. Oh, I'm gonna I give can't. you all the ways I eat fish. It's hard. It's hard because smoked salmon. Said. <laughs> smoked <laughs> salmon is so good, but then like fried walleye or fried pike. It's hard, man. Would you rather have it fried, or would you ever rather have a smoked? Probably smoked salmon. Okay. Oh, right. He's going with smoked or smoked, smoked trout. Smoked so salmon, here you go. Smoked De- any fish. Desert oh, yeah. Island. You get one. Desert Island, and you have a trigger. <laughs> we like. We like. We like Desert Island, and yeah, you. <laughs> you got, got a one tra- way. You got a you got a Traeger, and you got a deep fryer. Gun to your head. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> You're not answering the question. Well, the best thing about it is you don't need a trigger for a smoked fish. But oh, just fuck off. What do you want? <laughs> fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> just tell me an answer. <laughs> I'm going smoked fish, man. Okay, he's got smoked fish. All right, Dan. Smoked oh. smoked salmon. Yeah, smoked, smoked salmon. salmon. Okay, real original guys. Hey, why? 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 That was my. I mean, why salmon yeah. versus another kind of it's fish? So See, good. I I think like the the wood like the wood uh, smoked salmon. Like on like a wood plate, like man. So you're playing? Yes. Yeah, yes. I would say like salmon is an easier fish to smoke because just yeah. because like the the texture of the fish. You know what I'm saying? But my brother does a really good job making salmon, and it's it's pretty money for sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go off I'm gonna go off of this one. I I do like smoked fish. It's cool. Like it's I I'll sit there and I can nibble on it a little bit, but I'm not gonna make a meal out of it. What I'm going to make a meal out of is taking northern pike, walleye, or any other significant amount of fish, and I'm going to put it into a foil pack, and I'm going to pack it with butter and all kinds of spices and onions and a bunch of other stuff, and I'm going to cook it over the top of a charcoal grill until it is done and doesn't take long. 
and then that is that is the way I enjoy eating fish. Good way to do it. Yeah. You. He's a fried guy. I am, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a big fan of smoked salmon. But I can't, I don't know. I get. I go in moods where I'm like, eh, it just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, you know. But there's times where smoked salmon is legit. But it's, um, and it's probably because it's the way I've eat it, eaten it the most. It's, uh, you know, the pike cubed up and thrown in the deep fryer like we do up at Winya. Yeah, that's good. But again, I've done that for to me. I've done that for twenty eight years. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like the cornmeal batters. Um, We've tried everything. We tried was it last year? We tried Cheetos and Doritos. Like they were good, but like just good old Drake's batter, man. That's yeah, a wet batter. Get a good old like bit of breading on there with a good old Mm -hmm. chunk of fried fresh northern that was flopping on the table when we cracked its head and cut it open. Like (laughs) man. Lake, lake the table right there. That's that's, that's me. Tell so you what right there, boy? That was pretty good. Yeah, that's the best. Like again, Desert Island. I hope that I hope the shoreline's got lots of pike and stumps. Yeah. Otherwise, I ain't eating shit. A bunch of raw ass burgers and. He's <laughs> <laughs> got lots of trees. All right. So I can shit we'll next we'll one. save um, some Q and A's. Q and A's take take a long time to go through so well, uh, with the steak one took us like 45 minutes well you know, when you got like just freaks over here eating raw birds well, because we had to steak. wait for him to cook it it was nuts yeah i'm still cooking mine jesus christ it's still cooking you guys have ate your dessert already and i'm still cooking my steak son of a bitch so um what's uh what's upcoming jimmy Oh shit! I don't know. You, are you um, awake? Uh, well, might be going hunting Post-game. this weekend. Um, we'll see. Uh, if you guys are going musky fishing, I'd rather do that because uh, I need to get that challenge done. But um, yeah, probably. Or you can make a contribution. Well, to I got the, the chip. I got the. I got the chip challenge that I can do. So I'm not worried about it. I ain't afraid of no chip. I got um, a heartburn thinking about it. Sounds uh, awful. Other than that, Pull not that, a whole lot. Pull you know, maybe, maybe I definitely got more hunting to do this year. Um, you know, we hunt up until January. So. Just kill all the deer in Hillsdale yeah. County. Yeah, I got right. you. Yeah. Okay. Daniel, son. You know, not too much really coming up. Uh, got a shooting tournament next weekend. That's definitely going to be my last one of the year. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, just going to look forward to the holidays with the family and trying to get through it with work it's a crazy time of year so just uh i hear that you know supply chain crisis across the world so it's yeah will uh, you guys get your shit together fuck. give me some 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 supplies hey i'm not the suppliers bro <laughs> not me no i need the trucks to come to my deliver my shit you gotta have yeah yeah i know <laughs> trust me yeah that's a that's a nightmare yep so um you and i got an episode coming up uh hopefully next week oh yeah amber brown Okay. Yeah. Explain to the listeners. Yeah. Give her a little teaser of who Amber Brown is. She's coming up yeah. on a upcoming episode. Yeah, Amber. Uh, she's a young lady from Metamora. Um, she is a like a badass hunter, um, badass outdoors woman. Um, she she's kind of the real deal. Um, her dad uh, really kind of supports everything that she does, and you know, in the way of like 
trying to make the best out of everything kind of for her and uh she's she's great and she's gonna have a lot of stories man they, they shoot some big bucks up there in metamora man uh-huh. she's gonna have some good stories about that and she's also um the reigning six-time sport michigan sporting clays woman's champion oh shit yep and so she uh the last six years it's been been her title Six years in a row, in a row consecutive. Oh shit! Yeah, so she's she's the real deal. So she's the um, she's the Patriots basically. She's Tom yeah. Brady, <clears throat> pretty much. I mean, she is. Uh, I'd say she's probably within the top twenty five in the entire nation. I mean, she's she's the real deal. Do you think she could beat me? Yeah, she can beat me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. that was yeah. my next question. Do you think no, she can beat you? She can. Yeah, I mean, she's she's an incredible shot. I mean, she's yeah, she's so fluid, so fundamentally sound, and uh, I really look forward to hearing those stories because, you know, being on the circuit with her, like, I don't really get to hear you know the stories. I get to kind of experience it, but I mean, she traveled to all the regional events this year. She, you know, she's all over the country this year, and she uh, she's going to have some cool, cool insights, some cool stories for us. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yep, very cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. We've been. That was, uh, we've been working on that for like a month now, and with yeah. the holidays and deer camp, just uh, have not been able to piece that together. So yep. hopefully we can uh, put that together either this week or early next week, and we'll get that out to everybody. So yep. looking forward to having her on. We do have a, a kind of a, a good list of guests that are coming up um, just during hunting time. It's it's hard to get guests on because they are, most of the guests are hunting related, and this is uh, prime time. So. Bob, what's up? What are you doing? Hey, not being cool. You know me. <laughs> you know me. What's, what's your plans this week? I'm gonna try to get out, and do a little bit of hunting this weekend, and possibly some musky fishing. We had spoke a little bit about trying to get my boat out for one last outing, and then it's to it's kind the, of the last hurrah, man. It's to the la- It's to the uh, winterizing yards it goes so i watched uh, i watched a video um i think it was yesterday of pete mania pete mania yeah crazy musky fisherman you guys know who pete mania is yeah he's like the ted nugent of musky pretty much crazy yeah. fucking just batshit crazy he's, he's funny it's cool though and uh he's out musky fishing and him and somebody's like filming him from shore but it's him and another guy in a boat and they're like rocking the boat motors like full bore and they're trying to bust through the ice of this lake so they can get like to a musky spot and like Dudes are some diehards. Like I like musky fishing, but I, I don't know that we're gonna do that. But no yeah. bullshit, we're doing that. Well, yeah. So that's that's my goal this upcoming weekend. I got one more weekend, and then after that, I'm headed to the Caribbean for a week. So I'm you get a musky fish down there. Uh, I'm, uh, maybe some barracuda. Go on the back of the cruise. Sh- related. I don't so know. you should take your musky gear on the back of the cruise ship. You got you got like 400 yeah. yards of line on that thing, right? Cast her off the back and just troll. That's, it's, Bring a yeah. rod holder. Yeah, possibility. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what's up. <laughs> I, I could literally do that. Just sit there. Just keep bringing me drinks on this on the on this carnival cruise ship as I am trolling for barracudas. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Good stuff. Barracuda. Yeet. Yep, that's it. That's all I got. Well, I have a whole lot of nothing going on. I'm off tomorrow, but uh, it's going to rain all day and like 40 mile per hour gusts. So, I'm not getting in the tree stand. I was going to, just not. It's not I that th- big I of a deal. I thought about trying to get out of work early so I could uh, 
so I could hunt the evening. I had everything in my truck already. And what, uh, tomorrow? Yeah, I thought about it because it's the last, tomorrow was the last day of the firearm. Technically. Technically of the uh, yeah. firearm deer season. I purposely so. took the day off of work just so I could hunt the last day of firearm season. And it's going to rain, 90% chance of rain and 40 mile per hour wind gusts. Hmm. Yeah, probably. If that's not the most terrible outdoorsman luck, I don't know what it is. I might work late tomorrow just to. Yeah, just I'm going to stay in my jammies all day tomorrow. I'm going <laughs> to sleep in. Drink a cup of coffee while all y'all are working. I'm not working tomorrow. I don't give a shit. My work calls me. Go away. Speaking of some coffee, we got some on the way for you boys. Oh, all yeah? right, all right. Yep. Yeah, from so uh, more to come, man. For, for um, sure. uh, Wild Wolf. Wild Wolf, yeah. More Wild to Wolf come. Wild Wolf coffee. Looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Cool. And I know Jimmy's going to be uh, busy Saturday night at 8 o'clock, right? What's Saturday at 8 o'clock? What is it? Let's go, Blue! <laughs> you guys are going to be hanging out in a Walmart bathroom? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, is is your team playing tomorrow? Oh, that's right. They're not. Big 10 they're Dude, they're killing it. I'm, yeah, they're... they're um, very good to see them beat Ohio. They're they're crushing it and in their non-bowl game. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what are they doing um, December 31st? Oh, yeah, they're watching the Michigan game. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, some of them will be in jail probably, right? Well, well, yeah. There's like like eight of them them that are up for felony charges. So, Unreal, man. So, yeah, Michigan game Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Go blue. Go blue. Whoop Purdue's ass. Man. And then on to probably TCU and Georgia. We're in trouble. (laughs) Against Georgia. I don't know. Yeah, with Georgia. Nobody's going to beat Georgia. I don't know. I, I like our team this year better than last year. Yeah. Even without Aiden, I mean, I think the offense is significantly better with JJ. So we'll see. We're going to talk about that um, next week. And uh, yeah, anything else, boys? No? Keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. Amen. We're going there. <laughs> God bless. Well, he's not going to say his line. If you don't say your don't say your line, you lose it forever. Be rooting, be tooting, <laughs> be tooting, and by God, be shooting. By God, be keep pooping. your mind on Jesus. But above all, be kind. <laughs> oh, all man. right. So, booyah, booyah, booyah. All right. So, um, lots to come. Um, like I said before, we have lots of guests lined up over the next couple months, so you'll see those dropping um, here shortly. The swag um, is coming. Uh, I know I've said it weeks and weeks, but Dan and I are kind of finalizing some stuff tonight. So hopefully this is uh, it'll be live at the time of posting this. We'll see. Um, we are kind of set and, and ready to get rolling on the swag. So I know lots of people have been asking for it. So it'll be here within the next couple of days. So check out the website, theterrialboutdoorsman.com. Um, don't forget to send in your veteran salutes. Um, you can do that either on the website through the contact us tab or just through the Outdoorsman at gmail.com. Make sure you send in any Q and a too. So if you have any questions you want us to cover on future Q and a segments, even though we get through about two an episode, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get to them in 2023. No, but send us those questions. If there's anything you want us to talk about or talk about rare ass burgers again, we'll, uh, we'll do that. Um, but other than that, As always, get outdoors and don't be terrible.
green! Let's go, blue! Let's go, blue! Let's go, blue! Fuck Michigan State.